Hey, Hirschbachers, welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Thanks for joining us this week. Happy to be joined by Nick Anderson. Thanks for joining, Nick. Yeah, happy to be here. Nick has graciously, he's a, he's a podcast veteran, <laughs> just yeah. kidding, rookie. Uh, he's graciously volunteered. He wants to deliver the safety message this week. So we, we always start a podcast with a safety message. So Nick, you want to go ahead? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's probably pretty, pretty important to uh, talk about uh, distracted driving and cell phone events. I know it's been a pretty hot topic lately uh, uh, with the safety crew. So um, obviously, uh, when it comes to cell phone events and distracted driving, that's uh, 100% something that we can control ourselves. You know, it's not anything that's on any other motorists out there on the road. It's not uh, on the customers. It's not on the office staff. You know, it's strictly 100% something that's a choice, uh, you know, to put the pressure on to our drivers, but it is 100% their, uh, uh, their control. And, um, you know, just taking anything that takes our eyes away from the, away from the road and, and distracts us from what we're, you know, focused on in such a, in just one work day and in one work week and uh, how many hundreds and thousands of drivers we have out there on the road uh, at any given moment, you know, those crucial seconds away from our eyes being on the road can lead to some pretty uh, terrible things. So obviously it's very important to make sure we, stay focused on the road and, uh, you know, aren't, uh, picking up the cell phone. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't want anyone to get hurt and yeah, specifically cell phones. There's lots of things that can distract you out there. And, and as Nick said, there's a lot of things we can't control out there, but one thing we definitely can control is, you know, the, the attention that we're, we're paying towards the road and, uh, you know, leaving that phone, uh, you know, getting that, keeping that phone out of our hand and, uh, pulling over if we do need to do something with it. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, great message. Um, uh, following up on that, we had 14 preventables last week, which is a really good number overall, uh, which is one less than 15 the week before. So we've had a couple of pretty good weeks. Uh, we're currently at 17. We've had a couple more close quarters than we have uh, the last couple of weeks, but uh, we need to really finish the weekend strong. Um, a couple, there's been a couple temp claims that we, we probably could have prevented. Uh, remember if, I mean, any, any load we have is, is, I mean, 95% of the freight we all has a temperature on it. Um, so it's really important, but some of these are more important than others, right? Some of these banana and produce produce loads, let's make sure we're extra careful and paying a lot extra attention of what that should be at. We've got a lot of checks and balances built behind the scenes to try to help you guys to catch the exceptions, but you, you know, you guys are the front lines. You're out there doing it. So we need that. We need to have all, all hands on deck and all eyes in the game, keeping an eye on it for sure. Um, all right. So Nick gets to join because, well, he's been asking me for months to join on the podcast. And I've been <laughs> saying, no, there's a, there's a wait list to be on the yeah, podcast. High priority here. Right, right? Nick. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we, we have drivers of the month. So we wanted to, you know, Nick, Nick works with this driver. So I wanted to get him on here to kind of just introduce the, introduce him to the organization and, you know, let, let's see you guys meet, meet him. So our drivers of the month are Seth on the dedicated side and we've got Daniel and Lee on the over the road side. So Nick's going to talk about Seth and what he means to us as, a, as at, at Hirschbach. Yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, first of all, congratulations to Seth Smith. Congratulations. Uh, you're tuning in. Um, you've won, uh, Driver of the Month uh, for, it's uh, January, I believe, correct? correct. And uh, so Seth's been here about five years. I'm just currently on the Smithfield Midwest fleet on the dedicated side. Um, he's been working with that, uh, our operations team, a uh, couple years now on that fleet at the very least. Uh, he's might have, I think he's dabbled in a couple other customers as well. But uh, Seth's always been a really reliable guy. Um, you can always count on him. And he's he's a true professional uh, in, the, in the truck driving industry. So, um you know, it, he sets a great example for 
the ideal driver. You know, he's got the can-do attitude. He's a professional. Um, he's he's uh, strives to service not only the company but the customers that we are you know working with every day. Yeah. So, um, you know, usually with Seth, you can kind of set it, lock it in, and uh, forget about it. And uh, if anything comes up, he's he's one to communicate and work through well with. So. Um, again, well-deserved Seth and uh, great work. Keep it up. Yeah. Congrats, Seth. That's really cool. It's really cool how the process works, the nomination process, and there's a voting. So uh, it's a big deal to win this. Uh, it's very well-deserved. Um, and I think I just wanted to highlight something. You said the, the, the communication, right? Things happen out there. I guarantee Seth's been late or something's happened on the road, yeah. but he communicates. That's, that's the key to, to making, to, to helping us go from a good company and having good communication to being great. It's, it's, it's just, we've, we've got to over communicate. Don't assume that we know what's going on out mm -hmm. there and, and always let us know for sure. So that's really cool. So congrats, Seth. So next for the over the road side, Daniel and Lily. So they're, uh, they're a team. Um, they won, they've been with us for about two years. Uh, they're, they're, this is, I got, got a little quote from their driver leader. Daniel and Lily are wonderful and demonstrate the great drive and accountability that we strive to get from all of our teams. Their willingness to switch up plans and help us when we are in a bind is unmatched. I am sure most of the planners would agree with that statement. Aside from their professional professionalism and ability as drivers, they are also amazing individuals and I always enjoy talking to them on the phone. So just another, another group. I mean, they're a team, right? But another driver or drivers that you can see communication comes through in that mm -hmm. message too. So um, congratulations, Daniel and Lily. Congratulations, Seth. Uh, really cool accomplishment. And uh, let's, let's, let's keep going and get some more good ones for February, right, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, definitely exciting to see uh, not only drivers succeeding, but also being recognized for it. So definitely for sure. love to see that. Yeah, for sure. Focus on the positives, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So now Nick, all right, let's just see. We got Marvin Hardy's watching. Hi, hi, Chris and Nick. We're he asked if we're missing him yet. Of course, <laughs> Marvin. Of course. Absolutely, Marvin. Of course. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so Nick, this, I like to call this the lukewarm seat. I don't have a hot seat on here. This is the luke, lukewarm seat. Right. So this is the lukewarm seat. So I want people to get to know you. So some simple questions. How long have you been at Hirschbach? Uh, I've been at Hirschbach a little over five and a half years now, coming up on six years in May. So I will jump in and tell you, I remember when Nick started, it does not seem like six years ago. No, it doesn't. But uh, I remember he, he was just graduating from Clark. Mm -hmm as an with an athletic trainer degree and he, you know we, he knew someone that worked here and we talked about it and like hey come on let's figure it out we we can do this right yeah it was uh <laughs> it was a walk-in interview and i was trying to get some interview experience and then i ended up really liking it so it's just it's worked out really well i'm i'm happy the the the, the cards laid as they did for sure that it's funny it, i just yeah it's funny i i am too you know we're you, we're very happy that it works out. It's it's crazy how life works like that sometimes, but I'll, I'll never forget that because the person who kind of helped set it up is like, oh yeah, he's got, you know, <laughs> he told me what your background is. Well, I'm like, well, is he smart? And he's like, yeah, he's pretty smart. I'm like, well, bring him in. We can all, we can figure it out. So anyways, so you've been here almost six years. Yep. You must like it a little bit. You kind of said that you did. Yeah, you know, so bit. why do you like it? Uh, it's, it's fast paced. It's always changing. It keeps you on your toes every day. Um, 
you know, you get to work with a lot of different uh, different people and a lot of different personalities, and you really enjoy uh, just the atmosphere that Hirschbach brings and all the the people that make up that atmosphere uh, on a daily basis. It it really pays into a lot of what we do, and um, definitely think that reflects into our customers and the business as well. So definitely a uh, and a, a joy to be a part of. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, if yeah, it's definitely fast paced. I would say. Except on the podcast, we take it nice and easy yeah. down here in the podcast room. Yeah, right? get a little break from the action right, Tom? down here. <laughs> um, so what's your favorite thing to do at work? At work? Yeah, what do you like to do at work? Um, just talk with each person, see what information you can gain from them. Uh, just not necessarily in operations alone, but, you know, each time you talk with somebody, it's an opportunity to gain something and learn something new, um, whether it be somebody in OS&D claims, yeah. road assist, uh, accounting, payroll, you know, really anybody you talk to can provide some different insight. And uh, so definitely talking with others and working through situations with them can uh, uh, definitely be eventful. So I definitely take a take a passion to that agree it's yeah it's it's hard not to learn here right mm -hmm. there's just so much there's so much information there's so many people that have been doing this for so long or there's so many people that know things that you don't it's hard not to learn it's pretty fun um what do you like to do outside of work um i've been pretty big into crossfit lately uh, obviously as you said my athletic training degree um, i've always had an interest yeah. in athletics and uh, the human body and that kind of medical profession so even though i'm not using it here at hirschbach i still do have a passion for it so uh, a lot of exercising and uh focused on my myself and uh um just taking care it's fun um we were talking my workouts is he actually works out. My workouts are pickleball. So <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different than what we're doing. Um, what do you feel your greatest accomplishment is so far? Uh, with Hirschbach? Yeah. Or well, what, however you want to answer. It could be in life at Hirschbach, however you want to answer. Could um, be graduating from Clark because it's such an esteemed college. <laughs> yes. Uh, Clark. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Um, it was a great school to go to. I definitely learned a lot there. And, you know, it, even though I'm not using that degree, it's been really nice to see how rigorous that process was and what it can do for you as it translates into the real world, real world yeah. and, and a job and just staying after things, being able to learn, be able to work through difficult situations is, is definitely something that's paid homage to me. But just here at Hirschbach, you know, being able to start here on a walk-in interview and be able to work through and learn um, under def many different minds to be able to move up and just be able to, um, provide something for the company has been really important to me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's been, it's cool to do that. So Josh Collins has a question for you, All right. I guess, and me, how many different roles and jobs have you had with Hirschbach and what are they? So you want to just run through your, you know, um, well, I'll let you count them, but uh, I started off in, uh, as a driver manager. Okay. Um, then I moved to planning. Um, I learned how to CSR, even though I never filled the role. Um, so I guess uh, when our CSR is out on Smithfield, I fill in on that. Yep. Um, then senior account manager, operations manager, they kind of fall under the same yep. title. So um, what is that, five or so? Yeah, right around there. So mine is a little bit longer of a story. Um, <laughs> Josh, let me think about this for a second. So I started off scheduling appointments. Uh, then I kind of did some customer service work. So I kind of, that's two different roles. Then I went to be a driver leader. Um, then I went to after hours. I worked nights and weekends. Uh, then I moved to back to customer service and then I moved to planning 
and then I moved to pricing, and then I moved to sales, and then I moved to dedicated, then I got moved to uh, director of dedicated operations and sales back when it was about 15 trucks. Uh, and then I, I ran help lead dedicated uh, up until a couple of years ago. Uh, and then the last couple of years I've bounced around a little bit. I was kind of working on our process improvement team and IT team and trying to get some of our, our processes better and make things better for you guys, as you're aware, if you watch the podcast. Uh, and then for the past year, I've been, I, I ran the over the road fleet. Uh, so that's, that's kind of my journey here a little bit longer. I've been here a little longer than you too. So, though, so. Uh, what, what haven't you done? I guess is probably a yeah. better question at this point. I, I, I mean, I technically haven't done anything in maintenance, but in my, you know, when I was on after hours, so the, the craziest part about me working after hours back in the day, we were about 450 trucks and from noon to 9 PM on Saturdays, I was the only person here. Mm. I was maintenance. I was OSD. I was a planner. I mean, I, I was safety. I was everything. Yeah. I was logs. So I learned that that role right there kind of got me. Yeah, yeah. pretty it, much everything. Yeah. Did you get your CDL as well? I got my CDL uh, about a year and a half ago as well. Yep. Right. And actually, it's actually it's been a couple of years because I let it expire. I just had to get my <laughs> I had to go get my physical and get it updated. I forgot about it and let it expire. So. Um, Yes. Yes. So I got my CDL and, and I, the reason I got that is to try to understand what you guys, not that I, you know, I'll never understand what you guys are going through on a day-to-day -day basis out there, but maybe I can understand part of it, you know, and help try to fix stuff and make things better. So yeah, my whole, what I, when drivers ask me that question, how I've been answered the last couple of years is I just, I, I tr I'm trying to make your guys' jobs easier, whether it's you out on the road or people in the office because it all it all kind of trickles down um, to, to making the job easier for the drivers. Yeah, so that insight's definitely helpful having all that background. For sure, for sure. All right, great question, Josh. Um, he's got another one. Good work, Josh. Uh, what is something us, this is a good question. What is something us drivers can do to make the processes here easier and better? That, let me think about that one. Let me think about that one for a second. Do you want to answer it? I would say just the immediate off the top of my head is communication. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a simple solution to everything is if something's going on, just making sure we're aware of it and uh, it's been communicated because we can run with that in a lot of different ways um, just to make sure things are um, taken care of on our end as well. Agree. And, you know, so communication and also um, I would kind of say like being an advocate, most of the times we make it a change, it's like I'll use Elios as an example, right? Elios was kind of a challenging change, right? And there's some drivers didn't like it. It was kind of a, we kind of had to rush rush it through to just yeah. get it done. Um, but the reason why, you know, like, and some of that's, don't assume our intent, right? Ask us why. And like, I, I might go on a podcast and tell you guys why we do something and there might be a message that gets sent out, but not everyone might know that, yeah. right? So if you guys, if there's a, so specific to processes, right? To make them here easier and better. Don't assume the intent, you know, we're not, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I can't think of many processes where we're trying to make your jobs harder out there. Everything that <laughs> yeah. we're doing, we're trying to make it better. And a lot of the changes that we make are from feedback from you guys, whether it be from the driver advisory board mm -hmm. or from workhound or from conversations that we're having, you know what I mean? So uh, we, uh, that would probably, that would probably be my number one answer is don't assume intent. And you know, if you don't understand why ask, call, call and ask, 
um, ask your driver leader. You know, we try to do, it's very important to me to, to explain to people, to the organization, why we're doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, because I want, I want to know that, you know, I grew up asking my dad why, and you know, he got very frustrated with me sometimes because I always (laughs) want to know why, right. He always had to explain everything to me and he wanted to just tell me what to do. And, um, but it's that's just how how it is, and um, that's how you should be, right? Ask the why. Don't don't think we're just doing things negatively for a, for a negative reason, and um, that'll help. And then once you understand the why, help be an advocate of, of why we're doing yeah. it, and um, that could help a lot because w- all of us doing a, a a couple little things differently could make a tremendous impact for, yeah. for everyone here. So it's a it's a big deal for sure. Yeah. So it's a good, great question, Josh. And, and that reasoning and understanding behind the changes to help provide purpose to the change uh, just pushes the cause that much further along. So, um, and you mentioned Elios as well. I would also add um, understanding that process, but making sure things get entered into, whether it be a check call, arrival, uh, loaded call, empty call, scanning your bills and whatever it may be, a lot of that stuff if it's entered correctly, it's uh, all of our checks and balances that we have in the background of our system that you yeah. as drivers don't necessarily see um, are there. And if something's not ent- entered correctly, you know, for quality assurance purposes or something, it doesn't fall into those checks and balances. So it's a lot more uh, risky to not have that uh, all that engaged. So I just chime in with that as well. 100%. Even simple as something as a, a loaded or an empty call or making sure you're communicating asking, Hey, I don't have a trailer. What should I do? Instead of just Bob telling to your next load, like uh, that's an example of something. That's a little thing that might be more convenient for a driver to do that creates hours of work to try to fix and a lot of, a lot of costs to try to fix as well. So that's yeah. Back to Nick's original answer, communication, doing things the right way, following the process that we're asking. If you don't, if you want to change a process, let us know. I mean, tell it, let us know and tell us why we'll change it. I have a great example, Josh. I don't know. I didn't even, I wasn't able to get back to you yet. Josh showed me something with the new, with the Elios app, why it was something was different on one than another. Mm -hmm. We fixed it like three hours later. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a perfect example of Josh bringing something to our intention that attention that we didn't necessarily realize and we fixed it. Right. So bring it to our intention whether it be through workout or email or through your driver or however you want. And uh, we'll, we're, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to catch up here. Chris RMT says, Chris rocks this podcast. Keep up the great work. Thank you. <laughs> One of my three subscribers. So thank you. RMT. <laughs> I think that's probably my mom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Josh Collins. Thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot. Uh, agree. Great to meet you on Tuesday as well, or Tuesday or Wednesday. And then, um, RMT says us drivers can be a little less cranky and cranky and dramatic to help the process. <laughs> no comment on that one, RMT. Everybody has good days and bad. Correct. Days. We're here for you on either one. So, all right. So, we got a couple more questions on the lukewarm seat. Although I feel like they just put me on the lukewarm seat, Nick. This that usually doesn't yeah, happen. The tables have turned. Exactly. Um, do you prefer to go out to eat or cook yourself? Oh, both. I actually do enjoy cooking for myself. Um, but if it's something that's a little outside my wheelhouse, I, I do like to uh, go out and eat and see what uh, other cuisines or somebody else's tastes. What's your favorite? Um, I actually really enjoy salmon. Agree. We do we do salmon about once a week as well. It's pretty good. Um, how do you measure? This is the hardest question. Just right. I'll give you. How do you measure success, whether at work or overall? 
And it's not hard. It just makes you think a little differently. Um, I would say progress uh, and having goals um, and, and just tracking how you're progressing towards those goals. Um, success isn't necessarily achieved by, you know, I guess I should say success isn't necessarily the achievement, but it's the journey along the way as well. So, I mean, we might uh, get the award at the end of the race, but, you know, all of that training, all of that progress, all of the the records you set along the way to yep. get that you know, get that award or really the epitome of, of the achievement. So that's sure. how I would define success. Agree. It's a great answer. Is there anything else you want to share with the crew today? No, just happy to be, uh, happy to be invited and finally, uh, get my turn here on the hot seat or the lukewarm seat. Lukewarm seat. Yeah. You yeah. did a very good job on it. Thank we you. have to get you back a little more often, Nick. Sounds good. I'd be happy to, happy to join in whenever you need me. For sure. I'll add you to the list. All right. So we'll wrap up. Um, uh, just real quick, you know, freight, I would say, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a mixed bag. We've got some areas where we are seeing some new customers and we're tremendously busy and we've got some other areas that are a little bit lighter. Um, we're probably, uh, we're almost to the time where California is really going to pick up, which will impact the entire country. So, uh, we just kind of got to get through probably these next two, three weeks and then we'll kind of see that, but definitely seeing some positive signs coming for sure. So happy to, happy to see that, uh, we need it. Um, wrap up with service. Uh, last week we we're at 97% on the, uh, on the over the road side. This current week we're at 97.1. Just to, we've talked about communication a lot over communicate if anything goes wrong out there so we can let the customer know and try to game plan for it. Okay. Um, and with that, uh, send me any topics or questions you want to cover and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining Nick. Yeah. Thanks. See you guys. Stay safe.